All right, all right, we're in. This is week three, episode three of the Tailgate Talks podcast. Uh, I'm here with Dustin Wimmer and Brooks. We are here uh, yet again, guys. So uh, thank you if you're stopping by and listening to our our uh, weekly shenanigans. These two had a, 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 a mellow conversation without me, so I apologize about my awkward attire. Uh, <laughs> um, so a lot happened last week. Uh, it was actually a very entertaining week of week of football that we're going to be talking about this week. Uh, and uh, obviously, the big win for Texas Tech in our Club Red segment. We'll be going over that. That that was that was a good good change there. Um, so let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Uh, Texas Tech win over West Virginia. I did not expect that at all. Um, I yeah, I, I I was not a believer, and I should have been. I don't know. Well, how are you guys feeling about that W? I mean, somebody felt it coming on as uh, yours truly made the prediction. I predicted 38-31, um, 34-27, pretty close. Uh, my thoughts, it was just refreshing. I think Henry Columbi uh, just kind of changes what this team's like, how we feel, how we feel watching the game, how the everybody just plays. You could tell that like the guys were behind him. Um, the offense still struggled at times. I think Yost's play calling is still pretty suspect. Um, and I think, uh, Columbia's feet and some other things that he can provide, uh, help our offense out. But, you know, in the end all be all is the defense who made the plays down the stretch. They kept West Virginia from scoring. They got the scoop and score. Uh, to win the game and then, you know, held them. So, uh, hell of a performance out there Saturday. <clears throat> Dustin, how, how did you yeah, – did, did you get a chance to watch the game? Uh, no, my ESPN streaming was being stupid, so I couldn't get uh, on a lot. So, I listened on the radio, old school. There you go. <laughs> text for uh, me. <laughs> yeah, I was getting a text from Brooks. Did the ESPN game cast on my phone and listened on the radio. And it was okay. See? So I made it work. But uh, so, I, I, like how did you how did you feel about this week's performance? I know we're supposed to be very happy about it as tech fans, but at the same time, uh, oh, I, I'm yeah. I'm surprised as, as 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 hell about this thing. I'll always take a win. That's oh, yeah. always good. Um, yeah, Columbia's feet helped offense. You know, him being able to run helped us out, and being able to run, have a running quarterback, and you're not scared to death that he's going to get hurt at the end of the play is nice, also. Mm-hmm. But man, my biggest thing on this game was since the past eight years, somehow this team would have found a way to lose this game. See, they didn't. Ma- they didn't make the mistake to lose the game. That that was my takeaway from this game, man. That was that was. They didn't blow it. That was my takeaway, though. Honestly, they were they were they've been all season long in a position to win every single one of those games. But in this game, instead of blowing the last play, they made the last play. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm like super, ex- I, I'm, I'm ecstatic about the win, right? Wins a win. Yeah. In in the WL column, we got we got one going in that direct in the, in a positive direction. Great. But it's it, it it again feels like Texas Tech doing Texas Tech things, which is playing right to the level of competition, but we just happened to get one play go our way that needed to this time. 
instead of blowing yeah. them out or instead like I, I don't know that's that's just my feelings about this game i'll take that as a plus in this kind of game though yeah I mean, yeah i don't i don't see west virginia as that high above us Mm-mm. uh well, the, the, the whole Big Twelve. The whole Big Twelve. Yeah, so we didn't. We played right to where we should, and then yeah, just didn't mess it up. Uh, and, then, and actually, yeah, defense came through and won the game for us. I was like, man, this is this game's just back and forth, a lot oh, of nothing. Yeah. It's gonna go to overtime. We're gonna find a way to win. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oh, we have ball on the ground. Oh, we're going the other way. Yeah. He's gonna score. Touchdown, and then that was, I was it. I was screaming at him, you better take this back because if our <laughs> offense gets the ball, I just didn't trust them to score at that point. So, uh, or they, I mean, get a, they get a field goal out of it, and then we go yeah. to West Virginia score and lose by four. Like, that, that would be the typical stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's an entertaining way to win that game. Oh, and we got, I think the biggest questions that you got coming out of this are, um, how. How is the offense going to improve? Because I think they were trying to fill out Columbia a little bit. I think they're trying to see what all he can actually do. He's played in spurts. You know, he hasn't played the whole game yet. So I think there was a lot of filling out. I don't really know if I trust Yost with any quarterback. No. I feel like he's super scared to let him throw it. And we've thrown it down the field with him, and he's done a good job. So It's because his job is understand. on the line. No, he, he, he's, his, yeah. his neck is on the line. So he's he's scared to man. screw it up. Uh, we got a couple people in the chat. Uh, Ephraim, Derek. Uh, we got Puck and Jess. How y'all doing, guys? Thank you for joining us. What it do? Um, but... No, his neck is on the line, so of course he doesn't want to want to let let the let the reins loose. I feel like if your neck's on the line, you're gonna like let it loose, right? You're gonna be like, let's go, let's move, let's try to move the ball. You'd rather go down swinging than layups than third and thirteen little screens to the running back that West Virginia's reading. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you wouldn't you rather die by going? Hey, we've got a lot of really good receivers. Let's throw the ball downfield and give give them the ball. Instead of giving them the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage, and then the cornerback's already on them, and uh. I, I think he was playing nervous this week. Honestly, the change in quarterback, they had to pull their 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 starter, and so I, I think this week with OU, I, I expect us to play to their level again, and I, I I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see somewhere around a uh, like 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 within a six point game. Yeah, I think that fourteen, I think that fourteen and a half line is pretty uh, easy money there. If you take Tech, I, I don't necessarily think we're gonna be within a touchdown, but I think at least within two touchdowns, you you, you would think, uh, even if it's garbage time, something at the end. But I don't know. We'll see. Tex Mex said, "I'm I'm I'm here for the Brooks knowledge." I'll, I'll bet Oklahoma on that one if y'all want to. Oh, it's it's gonna be Oklahoma, but I I think it's gonna be by six points. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. I think that they're gonna they're gonna go back and forth. But Wait, so is Dusting proposing a shot bet on the spread of this game? Is that what yeah, I'm hearing? I'll put this yeah, I'll give you the point. Oof. All right, all right. So so the shot bet for this week, which uh, I guess we can recap real quick on last week's uh, this portion of the shot bet. Uh, me and Dustin bet on West Virginia to win this game, and of course we lost that. So puts the totals. Yeah, Dustin uh, Brooks got this week. 
We are at uh, me, and, me and Dustin at one shot apiece. Brooks at zero. We will discuss the other shot bet whenever we get to that part. Um, so OU, I guess we're, we're let, let's just go ahead and put a shot bet on the uh, on the over under for fourteen points. Fourteen and a half, actually. That fourteen let, and a let, half. Let's, let's just let's just right make here. it let's make it even two touchdowns. Is it going to be over that spread or is it going to be yeah. under that spread? I got Oklahoma over that. Oklahoma over? We're going to write this. Dustin over. What do you got, Brooks? I'm going with Tech on this one. Tech's going to cover that spread. So so under? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tech. He's going to lose by 14 or less or maybe win. Who knows? Uh, I'm going to go with Brooks on this one. I got to go go under on that. that. Yeah. I got a lot of faith all of a sudden. I, I, hey, they have not saying we're going to win. No, no, no. I just said, I just said it's going to, I think it's going to be a six point game. I think it's going to be closer. And we've played to the level of competition every single week. We haven't, we haven't gotten, gotten our asses whipped and we haven't whooped anybody's honestly. We, we literally played to the level of Houston Baptist and to, 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 to UT. So, uh, yeah, no, you hasn't done anything to necessarily scare me. Yeah, uh, on that bet. So, so uh, no. lock it in. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So, uh, oh, we got we got the timer gone. All right, we're gonna have to. Can I upgrade this right now? I don't know. Yeah, I can. All right. So, uh, so we'll go ahead and that that's gonna be kind of our Texas Tech segment for the week. Let's go ahead and move on uh, to the NFL. Um, so first topic for me, and I think main topic of this entire week, in my opinion, was this Cardinal Seahawks game. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're transitioning from Texas Tech to Cliff Kingsbury again, but this game for some odd reason, well, I, I mean, I, for obvious reasons was one of the most entertaining games I had watched. I think all season long, it was back and forth. The, the, the Metcalf chase down. Literally, no, I, I, oh my God. And, uh, and then, you know, Kyler Murray and, and, uh, Russell Wilson just literally running, running the entire field. Kyler's quicker than I thought. I hadn't really watched him close, but oh, yeah. I'm not sure if he got faster since he got in the NFL, but he's quick. He's staying away from these tackles. But, um, I don't know, guys. Uh, what, what, what did y'all feel about that game? How did y'all feel about it? The Seahawks can never play a regular game. You no. knew something was going to be funny. They're like, oh, we're on. It doesn't matter what time of day they're playing. They're like, hey, let's make this interesting. And even with Cliff Ice and his own kicker. <laughs> I forgot they about that. They let him tie the game and go win the game and somehow lost it. And, and you had Russell Wilson balling out. You had Tyler Lockett with 200 yards and three touchdowns. You had DK was the best defensive player on the field. Oh my god. <laughs> He's the best he was the best defensive player for the Seahawks. Oh man. Yeah, I was saying earlier how Tech that's not a game Tech would win against West Virginia. This isn't a game Cliff would have won at Tech either. Yeah. Like come from behind. Yeah. Pressure pressure's on against a better team. Right. And he's able to pull it off. Oh, he made the decision. A guy like Kyler Murray. Yeah. 
he made the decision that normally loses in the game there, right? He kicked that field goal and iced his kicker, kicker missed. And then that's normally when the Seahawks go down or whoever team we're playing at Tech at the time goes down, scores, wins the game in that kind of situation if you change it to the college setting. Instead, this time they make Russell Wilson throw a uncharacteristic interception and then yeah. come down and win the game at the end. It's just hey. – Russ didn't play great. He had three picks. No. That were, and that one was up the goal line by – it's just, Baker, you know, like it's a game from Russ. It's something that I completely unexpected, which was a strong game from the Cardinals against what was, yeah. in my opinion, like like a a not Super Bowl contending team just yet, because we're still too early to definitely say that about anybody. Maybe the Bucks, but we'll we'll, we'll get to that later. But. What was what was a, a, a in the discussion of, of being in this year's Super Bowl, and then they just got kind of embarrassed on defense. I I I and and Russell Wilson. You, I, I think they don't have a great defense, man. Yeah, they've they've been bad at defense. They don't have a great That's defense just because they have they just have KJ Ryder and Bobby Wagner and those couple big names. They don't have many other guys around yeah. them to help make yeah. plays. I mean, they had to put Chad Griffin in to try to spy Kyler Murray, which is never a good idea, honestly. Yeah, they're giving up lots of yards, you know, each yeah. game. So it was nothing new for them to let the Cardinals move the ball on them. It was just interesting to see the Cardinals' defense kind of shut, not necessarily shut down Russell Wilson, but kind of contain him and make the big plays when they needed to. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, um, so that's that that's interesting. <laughs> At least the Cliff team that can make a defensive stop every now and then is. Uh, hey, that's, that's the new. joy of him not having to put the team together. Yeah. And worry about the defense. Like he has a good professional DC over there and a GM that can make all those decisions for him. Yeah, but then all the Cliff. Yeah, all the Cliff stands are gonna come out of the woodworks anytime though that that Cliff wins a game and they're gonna be like, hey, y'all still here, haters and. Yeah, we're yeah, still here. Because we guess what? He still sucked at Tech. Like, the, him doing good with Arizona doesn't change the fact that he was garbage at Tech for nope. six years. Like, it doesn't make you good college coach to be in the NFL. Nick Saban was not a good NFL coach, but he's still a great college coach. So, that's the, the, it's, it's two different It's two different it, things. It's Apples two different things. Just, but, but uh, like, like high-powered offenses, or I don't want to say high-powered, uh, um... Air raid type offenses, offenses, West Coast offenses, tend to tend to do good in the NFL for like yeah. one to two years at a time. They don't have longevity, but if you look at the Rams, if you look at if you look at the uh, if you look at now the Cardinals, these 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 uh, uh, huck it up for yards offenses do good for a couple years at a time. The the the. Uh, the Rams were like a, a, a two-trick pony. They're they're back this year, but last year they got kind of shut out. Um, yeah, they they're gonna have longevity in the NFL because if you can find if you can get the players that are more athletic than the other side of the ball, and you can, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can find ways to get them space and get them open. And if you got a quarterback who knows where that receiver's going and where to put the ball. And the, de- the defenders having to guess which where this is going, what way this player is going to go on this route, 
the offense is always going to have the advantage there. And now the rules are going more towards the offense. So it's going to yeah. be really hard for D DCs to keep up with this. So there, there's going to be longevity to this. That's why it's taken over. And I think it's probably here to stay. Yeah. J Jess, uh, J Jack has a good point in that Larry Fitzgerald does deserve a Super Bowl, but Cliff, Cliff might not be the guy to take him there. But if you want to talk about a guy who's put up the numbers, been there every week, has been a good role model for the entire NFL and for the Cardinals, and, and is, is a great humanitarian, like it'd be good to see that dude get a ring. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know if Cliff is the guy to bring him to that promised land before he retires. So like, probably not. Probably not. I, I would love to see it. If I, I'd be ecstatic to see the Cardinals win, but I, I just, I don't see them in a position to pull off. Ecstatic. Wow. We're going with ecstatic to see the Cardinals win. Okay. Because, <laughs> because uh, in, in the end, Cliff was, Cliff was a Red Raider as a quarterback, and then he came back and was a head coach. And even though his head coaching career was not the best, and even though his, his quarterbacking career here wasn't the best, he's still a Texas Tech alumni. So, like, I want, like, same as I wanted to see Patrick Mahomes win it, I wanted to, I want to see Cliff win. I do. So, we given that same energy to the Chargers, we'll be ecstatic if the Chargers won the Super Bowl. No, I just Anthony, don't. Anthony Lynn's a former Red Raider. I will pull for just him, but he's not the face of that franchise. Patrick Mahomes was the face of the Chiefs. Cliff, let's be honest, is the face of the Cardinals. What what is this little grin you got going on, Dustin? You got some mischievous little 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 devious look to you right now. I'm gonna just let you keep talking in Cardinal circles over here. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. You're a Cardinals fan. I'm not. I'm not. I just want. I just want to see him do well. I would like to see him do well. It's All right. Like watching, I'm not hating like watching, on him doing well, but I'm not gonna, you know, wish for him to get a use my yeah. Christmas wish on him getting a Super Bowl. Well, I, like, I I can't use my Christmas wish list on the on the Houston Texans this year, so we'll just throw it out there and see if we'll, see if it sticks. You can wish for throw it. You can wish for Cliff to be your coach, I guess. Uh, yeah, that might seriously. that might that might help us. It's like watching uh, like your ex girlfriend who wasn't in your like into your relationship, and so you broke up with her, and then she went off, and now you <laughs> see her with another guy, and she's like doing all these yeah. things that you never thought she could do. Oh, she just <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Brooks is over here heartbroken, man. Oh, heartbroken. <laughs> he, he's That's he's 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 scrolling through Cliff's Cliff's Instagram, just be like this bitch. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's 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 move on. We're gonna we're gonna go go uh, go ahead and move on to the uh, rest of the NFL. Um, we're looking at uh, Giants Eagles first. That was our 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 shot game of the week because they were the the best worst losers possible. <laughs> I could not believe the outcome of that game, and actually. How ridiculous it was! I don't know if y'all watched the whole thing, but that was a ridiculous oh, game. It was it was like who's gonna screw up more? No, that, that, that was literally. <laughs> Texmex said Brooks needs to change change off the sad wine. It's a Bloody Mary. <laughs> um, that was it, it. Was it was clearly a battle for who's worse? I don't want to say it was like oh. The Eagles really pulled that one off, and Carson Wentz is back. 
it was literally a battle of the worst and who could pull off the who could pull off the win. That's all I really picked up from that game. I honestly either team could have won it at any point. It just happened to be the Eagles on the end of it. The best moment from that whole game was Daniel Jones breaking away for 80 <laughs> yards and tripping over the field. Bro, that dude, he's too fast for himself. He was running 21 miles yeah. an hour. Did y'all he's catch? Like, what is going on? This, a guy should catch me by now. I better fall over. Did you catch the description? Some of, of the, the memes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me oh, the the internet was fantastic that day. It claimed it came in clutch. I think they put in like a. Some sniper shot from like an 80s movie. I forget what it was. Oh, I saw one with Chris Chris Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> that, was another, that was another one. Like uh, the internet was having a field day with that. The, the guy someone, the guy was too fast. Someone, he was just too someone fast. Someone took the like uh, the wind probability from the Giants that's on ESPN. It tracks like the wind probability yes. as the game goes on. And then they put Daniel Jones running on there because it gets up to like 90-something percent. <laughs> and then uh, when he trips, it drops all the way to Lucy. <laughs> Was, he's just too fast, man. He's too that fast. Was, too fast. That was just the, the, the most entertaining part of that game. The rest of it was yeah. just, it was literally a shit show of who's worse. Uh, I, one play to describe the Giants, Eagles, football team, and Cowboys in one play. That's the play right there. That, that, that summarizes division. that entire division. Absolutely. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, let's see. We'll, we'll kind of go through the through the list a little bit here. Um we got Saints Panthers. I really didn't care about that game much. Uh, the Saints are only winning by three. They've kind of lost uh, all of all of their all of their hype for me this this season. Um, with how good the Bucks are doing, I just don't see the Saints being maybe getting the wild card, but they're they're not going to be any kind of contender this year. Um, I really don't know what happened to them. Like, are, are they that injury riddled? I, I haven't even looked at like what's going on with them this year. Yeah, well, Michael Thomas hasn't played like a game. Michael Thomas, man, he's he's got some front office or coaching issues going on because they basically aren't releasing why he's not playing. And yeah, he's not releasing anything. But like, yeah, what's going on here? It's weird. It's just it, it's odd because you still they still have a lot of their core, but they're just not like last year and the year before they were just on fire. They could have easily been in the Super yeah. Bowl both years. And you're like, this is a phenomenal team. They could win this if they just break through that last little bit at any moment. And they just never did. And then this year there's zero signs of that as soon as Brady enters the division. So it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I was really looking forward to those two battling it out all season. And so far it literally just looks like, no, nah, Saints are kind of yeah. there, and yeah, it then it looks like Saints are kind of coming down, even out while the Bucks are man, shooting. Running. So and they're about to get stronger. Oh my God! Wait, let's just go ahead and jump to that. That is the most exciting thing. First yeah. off, the forty-five twenty blowout of the Raiders. I, I, the Raiders were like that little middle ground team that I was like, okay, they're gonna put up a fight. You know, it's gonna be you know within a score or two. Nope, not not even remotely. And uh, with the acquisition of AB this this past week, oh my! And they and they weren't even hurting at the receiver position. Gronk is is playing phenomenally. Mike Evans is playing phenomenally. Out. Yeah, Mike I, Evans isn't doing anything. Mike Evans isn't doing much. I, I, I own, 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 own a fantasy. 
I own him in fantasy, and all he's done the last three weeks, he's caught like two touchdown passes. But then other than that, he, yeah. does, he has had like two catches a game. They're not throwing him You're the right. ball. Gronk's going. Gronk's going. That, Gronk's that, picking yeah. it up. So, but man, but with it, with with Antonio adding, Brown, he so. does. And and Antonio Brown loves Tom. So like with all the drama that's happened with that dude over the last two years, with all the scandals to come out, with him leaving Pittsburgh and the Raiders, and and then getting let go from the Patriots, like literally just such a, a, a episode of the Kardashians, basically. Uh, he, he acted right for Tom. And so like he, yeah. he acted professionally for Tom Brady. So like love him or hate him where at whatever side of that debate you're on, that dude can catch and can put up numbers. And so I, 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 I honestly expect Mike Evans to come out stronger because there's going to be a second threat on the receiving core. I, I I know, I know Brooks, but, but I, but I literally do. I, I, if there's another threat, then they can't just double up on Mike Evans anymore. And then the other problem is Godwin's been hurt a lot. So Godwin's only played a few. So, I mean, yeah, it's not all on Mike Evans. No, uh, like they're, they're trying to get him the ball. It's just, it's hard when he's the only really threat they have receiver. He, but when they're going to have a full squad, like it, it's going to open up the field a lot more for him. That's so. that's going to spread it. So then, that, so then you're going to see the running game pick up. You're going to see Gronk get some more touches. You're gonna you're gonna see they're, Mike Evans and AB on really opposite sides. Oh my god! They had, like two weeks ago, they had a game with eleven penalties. Yeah. The last two weeks, I think they had like four, three or four combined. That Tom yeah. that Tom Brady Tom Brady freak out on the on the sideline. He. He literally, yeah, he literally gave them the backhand, and he's yelling at that team middle of the game, get yeah. your shit together. He's never so. dealt with that in his career. He's like, what the <laughs> hell is this? Third oh, and 30. Dude. Wow, I've never seen that before. I, I, they, they, they have jumped. Uh, they have jumped to my top, to my top two, if not top one. Chiefs are are, are still more, uh, more of a well-rounded team, in my opinion. Woo. I think they are. Yeah, because like Mahomes didn't ball out, but that that running game and the defense balled out. And special teams, special uh, kick return or punt return. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that, that, if you're if you're another NFL team watching the Chiefs, that's got to terrify you because they've just become more diverse. And not to mention adding uh, what's his name, uh, the running back, Le'Veon Bell. Yes, big pickup. So they just got more diverse. They just they're, they're they're able to score in so many different ways, and they're not they stop. I I, I think they've finally stopped doing that whole, uh, let you get ahead by two touchdowns and then we're gonna throw up forty, thing. Yeah, because that's that's fun though. <laughs> I mean, it, it's fun to watch, but that that's that's what they did all last season. And I think it's with not this, fun for you though, Arlie. It's uh, not yeah. fun for you when you're up twenty four to no, nothing. Thanks. And, uh, thanks again. <laughs> Not good. Not Thanks. Good times there, I, I don't want to talk about my Texans anymore, man. They're they're just they 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 they're chalk for the season. Hey, don't worry. You got a bye this week, so you don't have to worry about anything. I still feel like we. I still feel like during the bye week we lose again. I I I don't. I don't. Whatever. Yeah, y'all uh, totally rehire Bill O'Brien during the <laughs> during the bye week. Y'all be like, you know what? We need Bill back. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. So um, let's see. So. Buccaneers, big favorite. Chiefs game, obviously, game in the cold. Uh, 
that that was kind of fun to watch with all the snow on the ground and then Mahomes not really being needing to be the big threat for that game. I mean, it was against the Broncos. It's not like it was an A-tier team they were playing against, but it was in their stadium in the cold. and at, They did what they needed to do. They And, and they did it well, literally double over over double the points. So that was a good game. Um, yeah, Tex-Mex, we're, we're going to get to that one uh, right, right now, actually. Steelers-Titans was a... I I I, I want to say a match of the Titans. I I don't want to use the mascot for it, but like the two were just very good teams. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, what what are y'all feeling about that game? Did y'all get a chance to watch that one? No, I didn't get a chance. Did you, Dustin? I didn't get a chance to, but I looked at a lot of it because that was a huge game. And I think that was one of our games going into this week. Yeah. And Steelers proved there probably one of the best teams right up there with the Chiefs. I don't think we should leave them out of the conversation. Steelers are undefeated. Only yeah. undefeated team right now. They have a leader in Big Ben who's been there. Mm-hmm. You know, they have obviously their receivers have proven themselves whether they be Juju or a couple young guys they have. And the defense, we just can't get by TJ Watt or whichever Watt brothers over there. Yeah, I think it's TJ on defense. No, you can't do anything. They're just so good on that end. They're well rounded. I think Big Ben is their biggest, uh, their biggest holding, their, their biggest setback, and which is a great problem to have. It is. I mean, you have a two-time Super Bowl champ as your biggest, as your biggest uh, roadblock. Um, so that was that was probably my biggest takeaway from this game. I think um, the Titans got exposed a little bit on this in, in last year's, uh, in last year's playoffs or, uh, it, uh, and in, in this game here, which was, they are not a great, uh, come from behind team because they need Derrick Henry to run it down the field. They need time on the clock and they need to be ahead when he has the ball in his hands. One of the most dominant running backs we have in the league, literally the, biggest dude I've ever seen come out of the backfield but it's just they have to have that lead to start and the if you look at this score line here it went up Pittsburgh uh what was this 20 yeah 20 24 to 7 by the half they can't have that kind of a game where they're trying to come back from behind Tannehill has been playing amazing he's been playing very good football and he's been very under the radar but the thing is is that they need to be ahead with him. That way they can use Derrick Henry so he can keep up his efficiency. And so yep. that that's a major hole in the Titans, and they need to find a way to get their defense rolling early and not let those early points catch them in the ass at the, at the end of the game. Because if you look at the second half, it was 17-3 to Titans. So it's not like they're not able to still put up the points and run them down. But Derrick Henry, like I said it last week, he's a diesel truck. You got to give him that first half to get him going. You got to give him some time to get that engine warmed up. And then as, as the defense starts getting tired, as the, as the uh, safeties and and, uh, linebackers start getting more and more exhausted, he starts covering more ground, but it's just, you got to give him that time to warm up. And so that, that 24 point lead obviously was the game change at the beginning, but great game. I mean, that's a lot of insight. I mean, Titans are still five and one, phenomenal record. Pittsburgh is six and zero. Yeah, 
And they I just got a I mean, matchup issue. Like they had a they ran up into a team with and, a strong and, defense, strong run defense. And they lost by three points. They lost by three points. It was but in no way whatsoever a blowout. Um all right, so uh, I guess we'll, we'll kind of move around here a little bit. We're going to jump back to uh, Dustin's favorite little squad here. Uh, the Washington uh, football team. I hate saying it. Yeah. Uh, the Washington always. football team and the Cowboys game. How do y'all feel about that cheap shot? Like, well, do you do you think? Terrible he didn't get suspended because that's horrible. So, You're worried about player safety, like they always say. Just to put a front, you should suspend that guy. Yeah, at least one game, if not more. It well, so like the 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 from what I heard, the the comment from the NFL is he is not a a uh, what, what do you want He's to call a it? Runner. No, He's no, no. A runner. The 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 guy who made the tackle for the for the for Washington is not a habitual penalty guy. He's never been. Oh, he's never been a headhunter. He's never been a, a, a high risk tackler or anything like that. He's never oh, done anything uh, that that aggressive or anything like that. I, that was their comment. I don't agree with it. I think he should have at least been suspended the one game and fined whatever five ten grand. But yeah, so you're basically just saying ah, it's okay to do one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that point of view. I get it, but I don't, I don't agree with it at all. He should have been penalized worse than that even if it's if even if he's not a a a habitual penalty or a habitual headhunter he needs to be he needs to be given that slap on the wrist and being like whoa pump the brakes before you see a quarterback slide he literally took Andy Dalton one of uh he 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 took his head off but he, he took um a a a NFL staple quarterback not not a great one not by any means, but a name in the NFL that's been around for like what the last twenty years. I, I had some like that, and and he literally took him out of the game entirely with a concussion. So like that can't go unpenalized, and you can't send that message to the rest of the league. Well, it shouldn't be that like if a guy who does has, you know, a past yeah history of doing those things does that exact same thing and will get penalized. Penal- Penalized. I don't know. I'm struggling with that word so bad. <laughs> Pen- penalized. But we, get but we get punished for that. Same thing. He should get punished for that same hit too. It's it, it shouldn't be a difference just because someone's done it before. It's a dirty hit. You yeah. want it like Dustin said. You're trying to clean the game up and take injuries out of it. And that should be. It should definitely be a, a punishment. But you know. So the other problem with that the hit NFL was nobody it, nobody grabbed that guy and shoved him to the ground. No, the, nobody on the it. Cowboys had Andy Dalton's back. I don't care. I don't care if it's Andy Dalton's back or who. Like that's your teammate. Like I don't care Mm-mm. who it is. You should just be fighting because it's your teammate. That should be. You, you should have. That dude should have been pinned down to the ground and like like I I I really wish one of the Cowboys defensive li- or offensive linemen would have hit him in the would have hit that dude in the face. Like yeah. that would have been. He should it, like he would have gotten fined and he would have gotten sat out for the next week for fighting. Fine, yeah. but that's that that's that brotherhood that you're supposed to have. And so like, yeah. I don't I, I don't know if Andy Dalton's this type of dude, but my favorite type of quarterback in the entire league has always been that quarterback that treats his entire offensive line to dinner every week. That's been yeah. my favorite dude. 
He'll take him out to steak but dinner I mean, once a week. He'll cover the entire tab. And I don't know if Andy Dalton's that kind of guy, but his offensive line that game, I that was that was that was pathetic. Brooks mentioned it earlier in the Giants game, like summing up this that one play sums up the Cowboys team. Yeah, because you have literally nobody. There's nope. no fight in anybody. Yeah, no one's fighting for anybody. And then two, they're so injured that they're getting more of their guys hurt because they're sending out JV offensive line mm-hmm. that they're getting their backups hurt because they have backups everywhere. It's, it's not a good situation for anybody. It's a battle of the worst, and I I don't know what's... That offensive I, line has one starter from this year or last year. I just and don't know what fixes that situation for them. Guys. So you're walking out with a fragile front. Yeah. Well, no. today it looks like they kind of made a drew a line in the sand and started cutting bait with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of defenders either got cut or shipped off if they could find a trade for him. Yeah. Like Everson Griffith yeah. got traded. Daryl Worley got the cut. All these free agents that y'all signed <laughs> just got. Right, well, they're either getting they're either terrible or they're getting hurt. Like literally, yeah. the Cowboys are probably one of the most injured teams ever. It's so bad. But yeah, but the, but good. even even the practice squad people looking for a shot are playing with no emotion. Like they're well, pulling people yeah. from the practice squad and they're bringing people in and they're calling people in from left and right all over the, all over the U.S. And, it, and they're it's still it's hard to have confidence when the guy next to you doesn't have experience either. But but but. Yeah. Can't grow uh, that confidence being like, okay, I have a Pro Bowl guard beside uh, me. I'll be okay. And now Terrence feels like, well, crap, who's this guy beside me? <laughs> but but uh, I, I think I, I heard this take last week at some point that uh, I I forget who said it. Somebody was talking about like that every NFL player should spend one year unemployed. And the reason is, because once they're given that opportunity to be back on that football field and wearing that starting uniform, they know what they're playing for. They're playing to feed their families. They're playing to keep a house, a, a roof over their head. They're, they're, they're playing for the clothes on their back and the car that they drive. And I don't feel that energy from anyone, anybody on that cowboy, cowboy sideline. None. None. Not one of them. Not one of them is hungry. Not one of them wants it. Not one of them is, is, is playing for for their for their for their livelihood. Yeah. Tank it tank it in yeah. the rest of the year. Get the top five pick. There's a good offensive tackle coming out of Oregon. Go get him. <laughs> it's it's a tank season for that entire squad. And I, I don't know what fixes it. I, I honestly it's either change the entire coaching staff or sell off all, all your main parts, uh all of your main pieces and rebuild. Uh, that 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 roster as it is right now with the coaching and the and the players isn't going to work. It can't move forward even went, even with Dak back. Offense is heavy that mm-hmm. now with their offense is hurting in shambles. They don't have an offensive line or a quarterback anymore. They can't get the ball to those receivers, and Zeke has no room to mm-hmm. run. Like you're you have three or four Pro Bowlers out there that can't do anything with the ball. They're they're yeah. they're they're paying big money to people that deserve the big money, but they're not they they didn't need to put money in those places. They need, excuse me, they needed to reinvest 
and rebuild that offensive line that they had where they had success when they had success. What was it? 12 and four, I think was, was that year. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was because of that offensive line. Go back to what brought you success. Go back to what brought you wins. And it all started with that front four. Um, so let's go ahead and move on. Uh, I think the next game that we can kind of briefly go over is that 49ers Patriots, uh, Bill Belichick and, and, and Cam Newton and all of that, that look at this 33 to six. They didn't even score a touchdown. That is, that is, um, that is the biggest sign that Tom Brady won that divorce. He got the house. He got the cars. He 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 he, he brought friends. He brought he 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 brought a home all the mutual friends. Bill Belichick is over there like oh we're screwed. and I, Tom Brady knew it. I bet you he was looking around. He saw it. I wasn't he wasn't getting any help and any replacements. And he even last year's uh, run that they made was all on his shoulders. Honestly, uh, so he 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 got the hell out of Dodge, and this is this is very much proof of it. Uh, two and four, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of game that, on top of the other losses they've had, I mean, not to not to mention, you look, you look back in that locker room and go, "Dynasty's over." Yeah, that's and basically we're not, that. We're that's just rolling in there with Bill Belichick and winning games because we have Bill and, and the Patriots. You want to talk about we're statement games? Like, that's what kind of statement that made to me. That's what kind of statement that was. Is well, this dynasty's done. We had a good run, six rings. Good job, guys. Let's just kind of ride this out for a little bit. Um, you just got to remember, though, that they, like, half their team opted out of the season, though. Yeah. And but, I don't know. Cam, Cam was looking pretty good a few weeks ago, so I don't know how much of the COVID is affecting him. But He's reverting uh, back to some bad habits. I don't think COVID yeah. affects yeah. your footwork when you're throwing a football. I think um, – <laughs> Yeah, but, he, I mean, he still looked – like he looked like a complete different player at the beginning of the year. I mean, after the first few weeks, everybody was like, "Cam's back, Cam's back," right? So I, I think those I don't habits know. are starting to kind of run, mm-hmm. come back. So. Nah, it was it was it was the beginning of the season, and as as the weather gets colder, is where you see the real championship teams emerge. And so the uh, the offenses become less powerful. The defenses start taking over because of the cold weather. Even if it's domes, whatever it is, the scheme, like the whatever new schemes that the offenses have come up with have started to become figured out. It's, it's, it becomes a defensive league. And so, uh, this is, this is, this is before. Yeah. Uh, As (laughs) I've never never heard that theory before. uh, So, yeah. Look, look, take a look at it. The, the beginning of every season is stacked with, with offensive, uh, offensive, uh, power. And then as the cold season starts and people have to go play these cold weather games, you start seeing defenses take over and you start seeing lower scoring games. You see less of this 45, 44 type of games. Um, but every single so that, year. Oh, yeah. Tell that to the Texans in the playoffs because I didn't think the Chiefs struggled against them in the playoffs last year. And it looked pretty cold in Kansas City. Hey. Ugh. Uh, can we can we stop bringing that up? That'd be great. So every time you give me a uh, chance, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> uh, last take from last week. I think we need to qu- quick uh, throw a quick mention to, and then we need to move on uh, to next week. Is uh, Bears Rams? Um, did the Bears get exposed for mediocrity in this? 
Uh, I don't yeah, think I everybody think was what they were. Anyway. <laughs> huh? They yeah, whatever. What they were, whatever. and then they just got exposed to it. Uh, yeah. We all knew they were a makeshift offense that was freaking out games and a way better defense. And I mean, they were five and one going into this week, so it was it was hard to be like, yeah, they're terrible, but it's just. I think I said they got a no offense and they got a harder schedule coming up. So yeah, let's see how the tides turn. And twenty four to ten, uh, it wasn't it wasn't a horrible loss. I mean, two scores. Not the greatest, but I feel like they they got exposed. They got exposed they for what score. they were, which is eight. They didn't they, score an offensive touchdown. They struggled to move the ball. Uh, they got a pick six, which was their only, you know, offensive spark mm-hmm. really. But that's they're, they're they were what we thought they were. They're an average football team that that can pull off an upset every now and then. Yeah. If the ball if a ball bounces their way or get they get a couple calls, they can pull off a win. But I think when they're playing an elite talented team that has a defense that can shut down Nick Foles, yep. They just they just can't do anything well, about it. They they have Nick, a good defense, also, but Yeah, Dustin. It came out they also look real bad cuz it came out this week that Nick Foles literally like is questioning Matt Nagy's play calling because he knows, like, when he gets some play calls, he's like, well, it's not going to work. I don't have time for that. Yeah. Like, are you watching yeah. this line and what I have? Like, we can't do well, bombs and seven-yard drops and stuff. Like, I can't get there. And let, let's be honest. They're not even setting him up for success. Like, Nick, Nick Foles is that. not a regular season quarterback. He's not. Uh, they, they, this, is, this is his second attempt at it, and both times he's been – He's fallen flat. He had the one run, and it was it was it was it was a beautiful run, but that's it. Uh, the, it this is his second team to try and be the main the starting quarterback for, and it's just not going to work. I think the Bears are in a position where they're trying to keep up with all the offense that's in the league, and that's not their identity. I think that they need to go back to being a defensive powerhouse. Being that they got that part, they they got the defense powerhouse part on. Uh, <laughs> you can only stop a team so many times when your offense is get, isn't getting yeah. you any points. Like you can get the ball to ball them ball over and over, time. but yeah. yeah, you're gonna break eventually. Yeah, um, it's just I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't feel that that like that 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 gr- that grindiness that like it used to be out of the old Bears. Old, old old Bears teams, anyways. Not gonna, I mean, that's a special cool, team. Um, special team. They have a good defense. They'll they'll, they'll be competitive because of their defense. They just need to get rid of Matt Nagy as the offensive coordinator. Yeah, <laughs> he's the coach Yost of the NFL. So <laughs> let's take a quick look at next week, and then uh, then we'll jump topics. Um, I'm not really seeing any of these games stick out to me too too big just yet. Steelers Ravens. Steelers Ravens is going to be an epic one. Uh, that that's probably going to be our shot call of the week. Um, 49ers and Seahawks might be interesting because the, the, the divisional game. You have the NFC West all over. Really good teams. Like I think they have five wins for three of them and four for one team. Like, mm-hmm. why don't we just give the NFC East playoff spot to one of those guys? I, honestly, I, I would I would love to see that. 
I I I think I think I called it earlier on in the season. Like you, you're gonna have a sub 500 team coming out of that division, and it's. I'm it's, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the Niners and Seahawks. Every time they play, it comes down to like the last drive of the game. Oh, yeah. Anyway, like no matter what their records are, it's always one of those games where you just throw it out on the all on the field and somebody wins it on the last play. So I think that's how both their games last year ended. I think that's going to be a game to watch this week. I think it's going to be very entertaining. I love watching that game every year, honestly, uh, just because for the last, uh, what, three years, four years, both teams have been very competitive teams with, with really, really good rosters. I think, I think uh, looking at this game, the Seahawks defense has just been almost as bad as Dallas's. And yeah, they're not good. Not as bad. I, I I won't I won't give them that poor of a rating, but they're, they're just not that good this year. And so it's really all down to like how much can Russell Wilson control the clock, control the play, and and keep the other team's offense off the field. And 49ers, uh, I well, I, I really haven't Seahawks watched enough. Have the give up the most yards yeah. in the NFL, while the Cowboys give up the most points. So it's. So let's go ahead and take a look at this uh, Steelers Ravens game. Um, Let's see. What is there a point spread on this? Doesn't show it. I think it's Ravens three and a half. It's it's a tight game. They're going to give Ravens the benefit. I got to go Pittsburgh. I'm going Steelers. Yeah. I, I, I think Pittsburgh's back. I think, uh, I mean, we just talked touch, touch base with this earlier. I think that their their greatest weakness is Big Ben, and that's a hell of a greatest weakness to be having, because you literally have a two time Super Bowl champ as your 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 weakest link. Um, I think the Ravens, Ravens. The Ravens that, offense hasn't been what it was last year. It's come back down to earth a bit. Lamar yeah. hasn't been just torching teams. Um, it kind of seems like he's found his favorite target in Mark Andrews, and if you kind of cover him up, I don't, I don't really know if I trust their passing game. I saw always got to defend that run, but if the Steelers just have that, that defense that I think they can shut, they can shut that offense down. And as we've seen, if you can get up on the Ravens early, they're, they're, uh, they're not built to make that kind of comeback. I don't think they're, they're a team that needs a lead and can Mm -hmm. keep the lead. But if they have to come back, it puts pressure on the passing game that they just don't really have right now. So it's, it's, they're in a similar position that they're uh, oddly enough as the, as the Titans, they have to have that lead. So that way they can run the ball. Uh, They're, they're a very good run team. And, without that small they don't need a big one they just need a three to seven point lead to start and then they can just run the ball the rest of the game but without that if they're not leading at halftime they have an extremely difficult time overcoming overcoming uh having to pass the ball to get points whereas Steelers are just a little bit more well-rounded right now on both ends of the ball and so I you 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 look at this game and even though Baltimore's five and one and they they've played some good teams, it's not like they've been playing trash. Uh oh, a little bit of trash. All trash. I think they've I think they've only played the Chiefs like a, te- they've a played, good team and they lost. They they lost by two, two scores. 
And then they played Browns, Texans, Washington, Bengals, Eagles. Eagles was a close game last week. Uh, the e- Eagles wasn't close. The Eagles just came back kind of at the end and garbage oh. time and made it closer. It was one of those where they had the game in hand. So that kind of score is uh, um, deceiving. I, I think I think this week is going to be very, very telling as to what we can expect for the rest of the season from the, from the Ravens. They they can beat they can beat bad teams. They're they're going to beat bad teams. It's how they're going to perform against good teams. And if they can pull off this win, um, then you can expect a good playoff run for them. Uh, if they don't, then they're just kind of showing their colors that they're going to beat up on the week and they're gonna they're gonna lose to lose to the league's elite every year. Um. But I think that's kind of the main take from this from this uh, matchup, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I got the Steelers winning this one, or at least covering that spread. <laughs> yeah, I've been raving on the Steelers all episode, so I can't get off of them now. <laughs> so, all right. So I guess uh, the the bet will have to go back to being over under on this one. Wait, we gotta have a, or or do we want to change the shot bet game? Let's, just, let's find a new game. Let's find a different game. Let's go 49ers Seahawks for the shot bet. That could go right. either way. Well, what what are you guys feeling? I'll take the opposite. I don't even care. This is a fun this is a fun game for me to watch. Oh, I got Seahawks winning big just because Russ didn't have a great game last week because he's gonna want to go off and really cook. So I got Seahawks on this one. Brooks, what are you feeling? Yeah, I got the Seahawks. <laughs> There's um, a lot of confidence in that man. You don't sound confident. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, no, that that was more like I don't think the 49ers can do enough to stay in that game. I just I don't know. But also the Seahawks defense is so trash that the 49ers fifth string running back can probably put up a hundred something yards rushing for him. Well, they're probably gonna play their fifth string because one yeah. is gonna get hurt for sure. So, I, 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 I could I could see this game going either way. I think this will be a fun shot bet for the week. Uh so we got both of you at C or for the Seahawks win. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the 49ers. I, I honestly would not be surprised to see the Seahawks cave. And uh I think the 49ers defense is obviously a lot better, so they're gonna slow down Russell Wilson from scoring points. Um, th- this game could honestly go either way. Russell might ball after losing last week. Um, it, it can go either way. I think this is gonna be this is gonna be a good shot shot bet to watch. Uh, let's see, Seahawks. Got to write it down so I don't as I forgot uh, like almost everything about last week's bet. Um, all right. So uh, la- last little topic here. We're about to hit that hour mark, so it's about time we start kind of wrapping this up. Uh, World Series win. Uh, Dodgers pulled it off game six. Um, that that was a fun series to watch. I had a lot of a lot of fun with it. I thought it was a great time. I enjoyed having baseball back, even though there was no fans in the in the stadium. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna definitely bring that up, Tex. Uh, that was the dumbest move I think I've ever seen in in all of baseball. <laughs> um. And uh, I overall the series was fun. I was pulling for the Rays because I want I don't like seeing the Dodgers win. I feel like they 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 they're the Yankees of of the 
of the National League, and, and I just don't like it. I just don't like it. They, they don't they don't necessarily just buy their players. Yes, they have a farm system, and yes, the 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 like Bellinger and all of that came up through that. It's more so they're just always in the they're always in the last they're always the the in the World Series every year, and with that purchase of Mookie Betts, I. It just it just rubbed me wrong. I, I don't know. So I did. I wanted to see the Rays win. I wanted to see the team that beat the Astros uh, come out on top to be like, oh well, we just lost to the World Series champs. That's it. But that's kind of a biased thing. Um, I don't know. Did, what, what was y'all's takeaway from this from this whole World Series? Did did y'all get? How do y'all feel about it? <laughs> are, you, are you letting me go? Uh, yeah, Brooks, you're the, you're the you're the bigger baseball guy. I have a lot, really, but I'll let Brooks really. start off and just poke in. Not really. I, I don't know. I haven't. I gotta admit, I didn't really watch much. I watched kind of some of the game last night. Uh, you know, watched the last couple innings for sure. Yeah. Um, just so I could see if they won or not. But I just thought baseball hasn't been doing it for me. My team decided that they want to pretend like we don't have any money and we're just gonna get rid of all our good players. So I don't know. It just kind of. I don't really care because. Red Sox aren't good. They're not going to be good for a while. Uh, yeah. I was kind of rooting for Mookie, so Mookie having a good series was nice. Uh, he's got his second ring. That's cool. Um, Dodgers get, you know, finally get that World Series that has evaded them because they dealt with cheaters like the Astros. And, um, you know, so finally get to see them get that ring is nice. Kershaw. Literally Red Sox for the same thing. No, we didn't get accused for oh, it. The, yes, you did get accused. It just, accused. It, it just got... Get... No, no, no. Yankees and Red Sox both had the same accusation. Yankees accusation and Red Sox... not proven. Not proven anything. Y'all actually came out proven cheaters. Proven. Y'all yeah, no. It. They sweat... They can act like we're supposed to respect y'all for cheating, like you're some ambassadors of the freaking game when all y'all did was cheat. Yeah, no, no, no. Respect y'all. no. Houston, oh, Houston is a smaller Houston. market than Boston and New York, so they who what what happened? Four, Houston's one of the top five markets in all the sports. No, smaller than Boston yeah. and smaller than New York. And as far as baseball legacy, we're nowhere close to what the Red Sox are. Nowhere close yeah. to what the Yankees y'all are. Y'all never be because y'all had to cheat to win your first title. No. All right, we we're not even remotely in the same discussion with y'all. As we far don't. as longevity, as far as legacy, as far as Red Sox and Yankees and Dodgers, and no, we're not even we're, we're not even part of that conversation. And so what happens is scandal comes comes about. They stop looking into y'all's for some reason. They stop looking into the Yankees for some reason because y'all are legacy teams. Those are legacy squads that they don't want to tarnish the name of. They didn't give a damn about Houston. Yeah, that's just biased Houston talk right there. That's oh just biased Houston talk. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so going back to the World Series. That's just that everybody hates us Houston talk. Y'all, okay. y'all are all like okay. backs against the wall. We were we were right there in the ALCS the very next year. So y'all were the good story at the start, and then it turned out oh they needed help to get there. We were right there the very next year. No. Um. So right the biggest... there, but you didn't win. Uh, we can, we can keep going. First, you're in last. No, I think Red Sox were in last. Hey, the Rangers are in last. We were, uh, we were actually, yeah. <laughs> no, so uh, I, okay. Back, back to this game. So, so one little the the main tidbit from this game was the absolute blunder 
by the Rays for pulling, uh, what was it? Uh, Blake Snell. Jake eight. Snell. And while he's on a hot streak, literally, what was he at? He was at five, five and a half. 73 pitches, six innings. He's two outs into the sixth inning. Nine Ks. Nine Ks. Nine Ks. He's your ace for a reason. And they pull him. That is the biggest blunder I think I've ever seen in a World Series. I don't care what your analytics and computers say. Yeah. I don't care what your analytics say. Oh, you should have to go to the bullpen in that case. Or like if your analytics is what got you this far in the season with this kind of team. Yeah. Blake Snell's the reason you got this far also. Mm -hmm. He's the reason you're in this game and up so far. Through the analytics, don't be like the Rockets and keep just chunking up threes. <laughs> oh my God! All these jabs at Houston tonight. <laughs> that one just came off the cuff. Uh huh. But don't don't take him out. Just let him let him roll. He probably gets you an out there, a double play, and, uh, out inning and go another inning. He should have. Like, oh, it's the third time around the order. We have to change and go to our bullpen. He's oh man, that was pitcher, and he's probably gonna choke. That was that was the dumbest move. All right, all right. So Dustin, uh, what what did you have on on the Dodgers here? Oh man. Well, yeah, like Brooks is trying to finish. Good for Kershaw. Two yeah. no, just above a two ERA. Great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Seager MVP. Great great series. I mean, Dodgers are so loaded. They got Jock Peterson coming off the bench. Like yeah, their hitters are they're so deep. Uh, my stat of the podcast is for Brooks's boy Mookie Betts. Okay. Mookie became the first player ever under 30 years old to win an MVP in a World Series with two different teams. Ooh. All right. Good. I good. To, huh. I wanted to look up a stat, but I, I didn't today to see. Has there ever been a guy that's like won a World Series for a team that he beat in the World Series? Because when he was with the Red Sox, we beat the Dodgers. I don't know. And he comes around and wins with the Dodgers. I don't know. I, I thought about that last night, but then I realized I was like, "Oh, Joe Kelly was also on the Red Sox, and he's on the Dodgers." And then, I mean, David Price—I don't—he's a technically a Dodger, even though he opted out of the season. But, um, uh, but I, 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 I thought of that. I was like, "That's interesting. I don't know if that's ever happened." And uh, it probably has. One last that's thing—I don't—I like, don't know if y'all saw the post-game stuff, but uh, that's been turning. Oh, the the, the COVID thing during the game because he had a positive covid test it mm-hmm. comes back out for the posting stuff kissing his girlfriend sitting next to the coach <laughs> highly irresponsible but at the time if he yeah. tested positive but if he, I mean, uh, if he tested positive that means he probably already had it so i mean already spreading it uh, the the the, so the how, season's how done do the, i don't know have the like 15 minute test that is like almost everywhere now and they can <laughs> yeah. Why did it take like hours for them to be like, oh yeah, hey, you have to pull him out of the game? Yeah. yeah. The Why MLB has got to be. Before? They got to be so happy that that World Series finished last night because if that comes out today that he tested positive and you got Game Seven. And yeah. Then now what happens? Yeah. What the? What the um, they got got it over with. Uh, uh, Apparently, a bubble can be penetrated by COVID. The MLB. <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, I you still gotta respect the NBA bubble for for going as smoothly as it did as far as all of that. Like I I yeah. Anyways, um, I thought it was a great World Series. I thought it was I thought it was fantastic considering you know bubble sports and lack of fans and 
Uh, Joe Buck did a great job. Joe, Joe yeah. Buck did a great job. He's so good and unbiased. Yeah, he's Cross just the Joe, just the Joe, best announcer ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Joe Buck is the we best person you. ever. Fucking douche. Oh, I can't stand that guy. I, I can't. He literally calls. Anyways, don't want to get in another another heated Houston yell. Um, so I think that's that's gonna be kind of it for what we cover this week, guys. We just passed the hour mark. Um, any any final shots for the week? Any any uh last last uh last uh toss outs mentions what do you got yeah well you got one dustin yeah cowboy signed cooper rush hell yeah <laughs> cooper rush is gonna be your quarterback it's, it's gonna it's gonna turn the season around guys <laughs> oh they're uh, a jv squad out there it's so bad it's uh, like, has is there, there ever it's, been it, mo- mo- has there ever been more of a name letdown when you think you see Cooper Rush? You're like, man, that, that guy <laughs> sounds good at whatever he does, and you're like, he's a quarterback that's terrible. You're like, oh, what a waste of a like, good do I, name. Do I have to tweet this out? Like, this is a waste of my time. Uh, Brooks, do you do you have a, a final shot for the for the week, man? Yeah, I guess um, you know we're less than a month away till the college basketball season and the. NCAA has yet to grant Mac McClung's waiver. So um, we're still just sitting here waiting on you at NCAA to approve he, he Mr. McClung. He's big mm-hmm. award today. Like, he's not even eligible on there. Yeah, they're, they're handing out waivers like candy on Halloween, but yet for some reason they cannot <laughs> grant Mac McClung's waiver. Uh, so do <laughs> the right get, thing. Get the tech love in there. Oh, look at it. Oh, that's what hoodie you were wearing. Okay. I was wondering, man. Do the right thing, NCAA. Um, so my my final shot for the week, and, and I know we've already said it, but uh, you, you got to have respect for it. Uh, it, it. It does go out to Mookie Betts. I know we've talked about it already tonight, but um, <laughs> even though he went over to the Dodgers, even though he was a, it was a Red Sox and it was against us, I, I absolutely, like my... My two favorite players of all time are are Craig Biggio and Derek Jeter, and it's because of their consistency and their natural and and their their uh, they were just natural baseball players, and that's what I like seeing out of that's what I liked seeing out of Mookie Betts. I would have loved if it was for one of for any one of my teams, but uh, I, I, you, you got to respect him winning a second title. You got to respect him winning again, and. Uh, you, you, you got to love the impact that one person can have on an entire clubhouse. Uh, so that that's probably my final shot of the week. Um, anything else you guys got for the week, guys? I'm good, man. Brooks, you good over there? You're looking a little sleepy, man. No, I'm just sad about Mookie. I heard about Mookie <laughs> winning with a different team. Yeah. No, I, I, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Uh, well, all right, guys. I think uh, another awesome week. I think this is this is going to be it for episode three. Thank you, everybody that came out. Uh, J Jack, Tex Max. We had earlier uh, D uh, Rec and uh, Puck. I, I don't want to say the full name. That's still a little a little awkward on on uh, on the yeah. live feed. Uh, but big on thank you, everybody. <laughs> if you get the chance, make sure if you're listening to uh, to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're, we're trying to kind of get out there a little bit more. We're trying to get more more well-known. We're, we're going to be looking uh, potentially at, at sponsors here in, in, in the near future, hopefully. Um, so 
if if we can get more people subscribed to the channel, we can we can help uh, that can help us with uh, covering and uh, covering the cost that we have for this, and that way we can bring y'all more content. So uh, thank you everybody for listening, uh, and uh, thank you Dustin, thank you Brooks for another another great week, and yeah. uh, we will catch you guys next Friday. Peace.